uh, a little bit on, on the theme of, of, of understanding who God has made us and who we are. Because it's only when we do that do we realise that we can step into all the things God's been talking to us about. Otherwise we get hung up. Now I also want to particularly uh, sort of focus a little bit on mothers this morning and those that involved in uh, being mothers, either because you've got children or because you oversee other people. So I'm, I'm going to be taking particularly to you guys this morning, but actually I hope we can all get something from it. Um, because it is Mother's Day. And um, I, I was looking uh, through some... Uh, so I say, some, some elements of what it is to be a mother and to have children. And I, I came up with a few things that I found on the internet, and I'm just going to show you. And so maybe some of you can relate to some of these uh, mother issues that have come up. So that's the first one. We can feel a bit like that as, as, uh, as mothers, as parents. Uh, it's a bit of a, a challenge to uh, have children. Okay, next one. <laughs> I, we can particularly relate to uh, to this one. I remember as as uh, having as, as young parents, my wife and I um, really struggled with this whole thing of, of sleep. Uh, we had a his, they're not here, so I've got to be careful. They will be back next week. But um, one of our children particularly felt that sleep really wasn't for the night, and I'm sure a lot of you. Uh, uh, experienced this and, uh, and therefore uh, when they eventually were all asleep it was one of those wonderful experiences that you've got occasionally okay so that's, that's one uh, next one <laughs> this, is, this is very true again uh, I, can, I won't go into them now a number of times that has been the case and you think it's a bit quiet isn't it Better find out what they're doing. And, uh, and, and now this is <laughs> this is one that uh, that we relate to very much now as the children get a little bit older. For us, the last one. <laughs> yes, yeah, so those symbols are quite complicated. But Mum always knows what to do. Just a, just a little story from uh, which my grandma told about my dad. His name was. Clement, Clem, and uh, relates to the second, to last one, he was one of um, ten children, but from all accounts, and my, my grandma was very loyal and very lovely, but I, I get the impression that my dad was a little bit of a, um, well, handful for her, and uh, she used to say she, to her older, more mature <coughs> daughters, whenever things went quiet, she used to say, you call one of them over and say, go and find out what Clem's doing and tell him to stop it. <laughs> she had worked out that children were different and uh, some were challenging. Others seemed to be quite compliant. Um, but they're all different, aren't they? And they all face, and they all, and they all present uh, different challenges. If you've, if you've been a mum or a dad, you know full well that children... Uh, although a wonderful blessing can be quite a challenge and that for us uh, particularly for parents and particularly for mothers can be a real problem because 
being a mother, particularly, is all-encompassing. A young mum, uh, this new baby that comes along, and there's a huge focus, and everything that they do is centred around this new baby. But and that, and that, to be honest, just carries on as, as the children grow. And what can happen is that the identity of the person, the woman, becomes a mother. That's their identity. Everything they are, everything they do is centred around motherhood. And, uh, and so they, they, they think of themselves, well, that's, that's what I am. I'm a mother. I'm looking after this child and these children. And therefore, because that's my identity, that's who I am, everything that happens to these children has somehow implicated on me. So, um, I'm sure as, as a parent, we've all been there. Little Johnny... Has, uh, has started to speak, started to walk, whatever it is, and we're on cloud nine. Look at my child. Isn't he a genius? I must be a brilliant parent. Or, uh, or, they, or they do something, an, 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 an amazing act of kindness, a friend comes around and, and they're giving their toys and they're sharing and they're being kind and loving and you think, oh, that's, that's, that's my son. You know, and, and we can get some affirmation, we can get some, uh, you know, some joy, actually, look, 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 look what I've done, look what I've produced, isn't that good? But of course the next moment, when you've turned your back and he's got a toy car and he's lumping the child with it, which happens, you think, oh, what have I done wrong? What have I done wrong? How did, how did, I, how did I produce this? And, and so we can, we can have this idea that somehow uh, it's all either my, my result of my wonderful parenting that they've turned out like this, or actually we can look at our children sometimes and we can look at what's happened, we can look at the situations and we can think, I've just so messed up, I'm such a failure. And if our identity is either as a, 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 a primarily as a father or a mother, we just go up and down with, with the situations that present ourselves. And some days we think, oh, I'm doing all right here. I'm okay. And other days we think, oh, I've just messed up. I'm just, I'm just rubbish at this. I'm just hopeless. And that can be our, our, our problem. And, and it's not just limited to um, parents, mothers and fathers. It's, it's across the board. If our identity is with what we do as a, as a job, then when we get praised at work, when we do well at work, when people recognise our work, we're on cloud nine. That's wonderful. But then when things don't go well and we, we don't manage to do our job very well and, and, and there's a bit of criticism or something, and we, we, we think, oh, I'm just hopeless. I'm a failure. I can't, I can't do it. And it can be across the board. It can be as, a, as, a, as a, an employee. It can be... It can be, as a leader in the church, the performance, uh, you know, and it's true for, for us and Jamie, when, for me and Jamie, when, 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 we've, when we've said something at the front, and loads of people come up and say, how oh, wonderful that was, and oh, I really got blessed by that, and, and, and uh, this is a hint, by the way. Anyway, um, <laughs> and you think, oh, wow, what a brilliant preacher I have. And then next week you come and do the same thing and nothing happens, no one says anything, you think, oh, I'm just rubbish. And that can happen. And it can be, and you can think that as, as, a, as a husband or a wife. 
You think, oh, I'm just such a bad husband. I'm such a bad wife. I, I, I just don't. And then what happens after that is that we start looking and saying, well, you know, I'll, I'll, let me just compare myself as a, as a mother or a father or as a husband or wife or as a co- work colleague. Let me just compare myself. As long as I'm slightly better than that person, I feel okay about myself. But I'm just going to stay away from people I think are just perfect because I just feel so bad around them. You know, I look at these, these, these people over there and they've just got the perfect children. I'm not going to stay away from them because I just, my comparison with them is just no good. And we can do that, we can do it at school. My identity is in the, the amount of, of A-levels or O-levels I get. My intelligence. And, and I, I compare myself with somebody and, and well, I just, I'm just hopeless. I'm rubbish. I can't pass these exams. I'm rubbish. Or, or, we, or conversely, oh, I've got all A's. I must be brilliant. And so, this, and this goes on through our lives. We can have an identity in things which, which are so temporary. Which at one moment we can feel elated, and the next moment we just think, I'm just rubbish. And that can be a particular problem for, for mothers, but it's across the board. And we need to understand God's perspective on who we are so that we don't go down that road because actually that's not how God sees us and it's not how God wants us to be seen or to, for us to see ourselves I just want to read from Ephesians and this is a subject we've talked about before but for me uh, it's something that keeps coming back keeps coming back and I believe it's something that God wants us to refer to time and time again because it's so fundamental to who we are and how we function. Ephesians chapter 2. Do you have that, Janice? Wonderful, thank you. It says, Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love he predestined us to be adopted as his sons through Jesus Christ, in accordance with his pleasure and will, to the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us in the one he loves. The antidote to what I've been describing are these verses. It's how Paul starts Ephesians. It is really my, if you've allowed, I've said this before, it's probably my favourite book of the Bible, Ephesians. Because it goes into such wonderful truths, such amazing truths. It starts with who you are, it goes into how you got there, and then it talks about how we live after that. And it's it's such full of wonderful truth, but it's, it's a book that leaves you so gloriously happy once at the end of it because you just once you grasp what Paul is getting at you just know who you are and this is what he says he says you need to know Ephesians you need to know that you were chosen you were chosen to be holy and blameless and what's more you were predestined you were in eternity past you were going to be my sons and daughters. That's who you are. That's it. You're not a mother first. 
You're not a father, you're not a, 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 an employee, you're not a husband, you're not a wife. You're a son. You're a daughter. And you're holy and you're blameless. So when we're tempted to feel a failure because of the way our, the situations that have occurred in our lives, maybe with our children, maybe with our, our careers, maybe with our, our, our husbands and wives... God says to you, don't look at that first. Look at who you are. Look at what I have made you. Look at your identity. Your identity is this. You're royalty. You're a glorious son. You're a daughter. You've already won. Because you're holy and blameless in my sight. Your performance of these things is utterly irrelevant. And when we grasp what God says to us, there is a release that comes. And, and we were talking about this. We, we need to know that when we go out on the streets, we go out as a son and a daughter. We're not a worker. We're not someone trying to do our little bit. We're, we're a son. We go out as royalty. We go out in his name. We go out blameless and holy. If we speak to no one, we're as loved as we ever were. If we speak to 10,000, we're no more loved. We're no more qualified. We're no more holy. We're no more blameless. If I go home and I shout at my kids and I lose my temper, I'm still a son. I'm still a daughter. No, I'm not a daughter. I'm still a son. I'm still holy and blameless. I'm still royalty. My father still delights in me. He still sings over me each morning. He sings, he rejoices, because that's who I am. That's who I am. And I believe, I really, as I was preparing this, I believe God wants to free people this morning from that sense, wherever they might be in their life, of failure and of regret over what's taken place. Actually, that's not God's assessment of you. And you might say, well, you don't know my circumstance. You don't know what mess I've made of this. <coughs> doesn't matter. Your, God's assessment of you is contained in the word of God. I chose you. I chose you to be holy and blameless. I chose you to be a son. I chose you to be my daughter. I chose you to be royal. You're the son of a king. You're son of the king. You're crowned with glory and honour, it says in Psalms. That's your position, that's who you are. Now I know we've said this before, but so often we, we get it a little bit and then, and then we still take on the identity the world gives us. And brothers and sisters, we need to get who we are so that we can get where God wants us to go. And this morning, if you feel condemned or just not worthy or just really you've messed up, then God says to you, put that aside, that's not your identity, that's not who you are. You're a son, and I delight in you. You're holy, you're blameless. You wear a crown. And God wants that to be your identity. And the reason for that is that when we get that in our hearts, when we realise who we are, suddenly... The way we start working, the way we live, changes. Now obviously, uh, I'm sure you realise, I couldn't possibly 
talk today without mentioning Crystal Palace. Um, for those that follow Crystal Palace, and I hope that's all of you, um, they had a marvellous victory yesterday. Wow. It was, look, this, I, I, I live on the no. Um, we, we beat Chelsea, if you, if you didn't know. Uh, Chelsea are top of the league, uh, but we beat them. Um, just, just, uh, so just in case you had missed that bit of news. Um, it was an own goal, okay, but that, that, that doesn't matter. It's, it's really not relevant. Um, <laughs> The reason I bring it up is not simply just to, to gloat over any Chelsea fans here, because that would be wrong. Um, but the fact is, when, if you follow football, and if you look at the, the, the Premiership, it's, it's, as a Crystal Palace supporter, I am over the moon just to be in the Premiership. I think it's great. And, and if you go to the crowd, I've been there a few times this season, they are just singing. Whether we're winning or losing, they're just happy to be there. Uh, the expectation of yesterday wasn't to win, I'm absolutely sure. Maybe to scrape a draw, but the, the best we could hope for is not to lose too badly. That was our expectation. We would have been singing, but we won. It was just amazing. Now, contrast that with Chelsea. They are top of the league. And if you saw, on match of the day, if you saw the faces of the Chelsea fans, they were utterly despondent. One club, right at the bottom, or just near the bottom, were elated, were happy, really happy. Another club, at the top, despondent. Now, the point I'm, I'm going to make here, I hope you get the point, is when you are a top of the Premier League club, when you have that identity, there is an expectation that you will perform well, that you will do things well. And what gets into you is that the, 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 the mentality of the likes of Chelsea and Manchester City and so on is we're a top four club. I know that. I know who I am. And therefore, I'm just going to perform well when I go on the pitch. And my expectation is I'm going to do well because that's who I am. If you're a bottom four club, well, if we lose, no matter. If we win, doesn't matter. We're just happy to be here. But the fact is, what I, the point I'm, I want to try and make is this: when we get the sense of who we are, there is what comes into us is a sense of well, I know who I am, and therefore my my behaviour will follow what I know about myself. You see. Being a good mum and a good dad and putting effort and time and, and energy into that is the right thing to do. We, we do want to do the best we can. I'm not saying it doesn't matter. These things are important. Being a mum is a, a wonderful, wonderful privilege. And it's a great thing. And, and, it's, a, and it's also a thing that, that God wants us to be really, you know, giving ourselves to and being concerned about and being... But actually, when we know that we're already qualified, when we know who we are then the pressure comes off us. But actually, we then start behaving and start acting in accordance of, of what we know already. 
in accordance with our identity. When Manchester City take the field, there is that sense of which we're good. We are already qualified. Um, we're just going to perform well. They don't always. They don't always get it right. But actually, in general, they do. They're a good side. And they have that way of thinking. And so when we have this way of thinking, when we, when we realise who we are, the way we think changes and the way we behave changes and follows suit. And so it's so important that we get who we are. Because our behaviours and what God wants for us will follow on from that. <coughs> I want us to really uh, grasp these wonderful truths that actually we have been qualified. But actually, as we understand that, so we will change the way we behave. So when we go out on the streets, when we go to our, our workplaces, we go with this knowledge, I'm a child of a king. I'm loved by God. I don't have to perform. And then when we go there, and, and we have that sense in our hearts of who we are, our demeanour changes, our thoughts change, and people say, what's going on with them? Why are they like this? What, what's, what, what, what happened to you then? Suddenly, suddenly there is a reason that we have, and we, and we then fall onto the verse that says, always be ready to give a reason for the hope that you possess. Suddenly, when we do this, and when we are with our children, and when, we're with our, when we have that sense of we're loved by God, then actually what comes out of us towards our children and towards the situations is much more of what God would have us. Rather than to try from a position, oh, I'm a failure, I need to try harder, I need to do things better, we do that from the wrong approach. So God wants us to have in our hearts who we are first and foremost. And the way we behave will follow from that. Just one more thing I wanted to, to say before we finish, and that is particularly to mums and dads. And this comes from Isaiah. What I want to say particularly to, to parents, to mums and dads, is having said what I've said, parenthood is a, at times a very challenging occupation. And, and even if we know who we are, and even if we are, then there are still some very, very difficult things that we have to face and difficult areas that, that we go through. And, and, uh, and as we deal, as the children grow up, we have wonderful times with them, but then there are challenging situations that arrive. And, and we're no different with our children. And I believe God wants to just encourage us with what his heart is for mothers and parents in particular. And I just want to share a verse from Isaiah 40 and verse 11. Very simple verse, many of you may know it. It says there, he tends his flock like a shepherd. This is God speaking over the church, over Israel, and the Old Testament church and the New Testament. He gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those that have young. And that's the phrase I want us just to finish with today, is that he gently leads those who have young. God here is de demonstrating his loving fatherhood to all his people. He loves them, he carries them, he wants them to know that he has a real compassion and a heart for them. But he singles out those that are parents, 
And by doing that, he, he identifies and says, I recognise that you have, at times, a difficult problem. A difficult challenges that you face. I reckon bringing up children, I know, has its challenges. And God wants to say, I understand that. I want you to know that I'm gentle with those that have young. I want you to know that I have compassion and concern and care for those that are responsible for children and for those that are responsible for teenagers. I know what it's like. And I care about it. And he wants you to know as well that he has a plan for you. Because he says, I gently lead those that have young. And that when you face these difficulties, when you face problems, when there are uh, awkward situations that arrive, he will say to us, actually, I've got a plan. Because I will lead you through this. Our experience with our children is that that's exactly the case. We've had situations that we faced that we really were stumped with as we grew up. I'm not going to go into details. It wouldn't be fair on them. But the fact is we've had, we have faced some really quite challenging situations. And if our identity is, oh no, I've got to sort this out. I, I, God's made me a father. I need to do this. And, and it all starts going a bit wrong. And you think, oh, oh dear, what am I going to do? I'm going to have to try hard to sort this out then it just gets worse. But if we say, actually, I'm, I'm a son, I'm just going to go back to the one who's given me this responsibility, this role, and say, look, I'm, I'm struggling here. I don't know what to do. And God's promise in that circumstance is when we go back to him, rather than run away from him, when we go back to him, he says, I'm going to lead you through this. I've got the plan. I've got the, the blueprint. I'm going to lead you through this. Because I gently lead those who have young. And so whatever situation and circumstances you might be facing, and I'm particularly talking here to parents, whether it's parents of young children or or older children or or children that have left and there's situations you're facing, I think God will say to you today that whatever you're facing, I've got a plan for you. I've got a a blueprint that you can follow. What I want you to do is come to me. Come to me. Recognise... That I am gentle. Recognise I'm not going to criticise you. I'm not going to say, oh, you've got it wrong. You've messed up. No, that's not God's way. God recognises that being a, a mother, a father, is a wonderful thing. But it has its challenges. And I'm gentle with you. And I want you to come to me. Yeah. And he wants to encourage. And that encouragement may come as we are in God's presence, just listening. Through the Holy Spirit, just being... Indwelling, and he might give thoughts and words and say, actually, have you, have you tried this? Have you done this? For us, we, we, we pray together over situations and we read the word of God and occasionally from the word of God you've got a real insight. Actually, ah, that's, that's what we can do. Another key for us in those situations was to go and talk to people that we, we knew that were uh, further on in God who had children who had been through similar situations. My wife in particular, she's not, she's up with, with the two children. She was one that, that read books and went to talk to all sorts of people. She would seek out those that she saw had, were a bit further on from where we were at the time. So if we had a five, six, seven-year-old, she would talk to someone who was 11, had 11, 12, 13 year old. She would find them. 
And she was like, how would you deal with this? How would you cope? She was willing to admit that I'm not a perfect mum, but I just, need, I just want some help. I just want to find some stuff out. She read some good books. And she was very, very clear that she wanted to be a good mum, but actually, I, I haven't got all the answers. I'm going to go and find out. And so God said, and actually through that, God led us. We didn't get it all right all the time. Of course we didn't. But we, we sensed the leading of God through a situation. I remember a particular circumstance. We were facing, again, I won't go into details. And God spoke to me clearly through a pop song. Because I went to him and I said, God, I need help here. I don't know what to do. And God spoke to me as I was listening to the radio. I, I, and I, I just thanked him for that because it, it wasn't the Bible, although it was in line with what the Bible said, but it was a pop song that God spoke to me through. And it enabled me to, to, to know how to act in the, in the, in the future. What God wants us to know is that actually he doesn't want us to be identified as mothers and fathers first and foremost. Because that will just go up and down with the performance of our children. He doesn't want you to be identified with you being a, a husband or wife or an employee first and foremost. He wants you to be identified as this. You're a son. You're my son and I delight in you. And as we do that, then when we face challenges, he says, come to me. Come to me. I will lead you. I will show you the way to go. Because he loves you. And because he has compassion on you. Let's just pray. Father, I thank you, Lord, that we are first and foremost your sons and daughters. Thank you, Lord, that we don't have to perform. We don't have to do anything. We can just be who you've called us to be. And Lord, I pray that today, Father, you may just take us on a bit closer to understanding what that means. That we are holy and blameless in your sight. We're adopted. We're cherished. We're sung over. Lord, we, we just want to know that deep, deep within us, Lord. And I want to just, uh, just pray now that any sense of, in this room of failure, of regret, of, of, of messed up, of that's my identity, I've just got it wrong, just to be broken in Jesus' name. That there may be freedom come to know who you are. Who you are. And then to know that actually, okay, you may still be in a situation you're struggling with. God says, I will lead you. I will lead you. Just come to me. Come to me. I know the way forward. I know the way out. Come to me. I have compassion. I'm not angry. I'm not blaming you. I understand. Now come to me. I love you and I've got a way through yeah, Father, I thank you for your goodness. I thank you for your compassion on us. And Lord, we want to stand tall. We want to be, Lord, like the top premiership team. Lord, we know who we are. We've already won in Jesus Christ. And we are going to live that out. Because we know who we are in Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. We'll finish there. Um, tea, coffee and cakes will be through there if, um
if anybody wants uh, anything that came up there you, you want anybody to pray with you over, then we're really happy to do that. Or indeed, if you've got anything that you... Uh, you know you've got uh, some, some sickness you want us to pray for, again, we'd be really happy to do that.